Hey, let's start the show. It's Thursday, January 8th, 2015. Welcome to This Is Only A Test, the official podcast of Tested.com. Seated directly, wait, not directly to my left. Directly to my left is the Bellagio Fountains. Norman Chan, how are you doing, sir? to your right. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Uh, Happy New Year, Joey Famelli. Happy New Year. This is your first time on the podcast in, I think, probably a year. Maybe, yeah. I don't think you were on at all last year. We Maybe you were working. 2013 was the last time I was? Probably 2013. (laughs) All right, well, 2014, it's all right. I don't need to remember 2014. It's a wash. 2015 is a good... It's good year. 2014 was a crap year, man. We're, we're starting fresh. It's yeah. a new year, uh, and this is the only test. We're in Vegas for CES, so this is going to be a short show today. Um, but we wanted to kind of catch up everybody you know, with what we've been doing over the holidays, what we're looking forward to at CES. We're recording this on Sunday afternoon before CES starts. We've just gotten to Vegas. Norm's eating at Planet Dailies already. already. Did you have the... I did not have... You didn't have the, the chicken Benedict? No. Fried chicken <sighs> Benedict, which is my favorite thing to eat in Vegas... At Planet Dailies, which I didn't even know is a real restaurant chain. Really? Yeah. It's not a, like it's not wow. the Planet Hollywood. I think there's one in L.A. There's one in L.A. There's one in Santa Monica, close to our office. Wait, it's, what? I remember, uh, or close to where our holiday party was. We we could go to Planet Dailies when we were in Santa Monica. That's that's it's, a very it's Santa really Monica. big building. Yeah, uh, but I wonder if it's the same style of. Decor. Do they still play like the 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 off-brand America's Funniest Home Funny yes. videos? Videos. Uh, wacky sports. Is it whacked out sports? Okay, but the, do they have like the segment with the guys getting shot in the nuts with a ball? Because that People was falling a... off skiing. Okay. In underwear and falling off bridges. It's like live leak yeah. video. Is it silent or is there audio? I can't remember. They're silent. Um, must be a different today because of sports games. Oh. Yeah, but sometimes they have like light. You'll hear, you'll hear the laughter and the... Is it the Tom Saget? Bob, Bob Saget. Saget. It's not Bob Saget. Saget. Bob Saget. But it's like a Bob Saget knockoff. Okay. Right. America's Funniest Home Video. They don't do the, they don't do the bits in between. No. no, no it's no, just no. like never-ending real... Straight YouTube style. Guys getting shot in the nuts. And and people hitting the back wall at baseball stadiums and going over fences. Who hosted like, the other America's... There was America's Funniest Home Video. Was it Joey from Full House? I think so. Bob Coulier. No. Uh, not Joey. Uncle Joey, Uncle, which is Bob, uh, which is uh, Dave Coulier. Dave Coulier, yeah. Was wow. did he? I know they were. It was so successful that they immediately launched a second, this exact same show, but with a slightly different name to fall after the other. America's Funny, uh, like one was America's Funniest Home Video, and there was another one which was I don't home, like some funniest so, so yeah. home video. Yeah, something like that. Is that what Tosh.0 kind of... Yes, it's exactly the same thing. America's Funniest, except Tosh.0 and a bunch of shows these days, like there are shows on cable where it's just celebrities sitting on a couch, much like this, watching YouTube videos and then commenting on them. And Why having we do that? That sounds things. really easy and cheap to make. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my God, that guy went through the wall. There wasn't even a wall there. And you have people like... Um, uh, are we talking uh, like CD-list celebrities? Kind of like... Kind of like uh, dudes from X Men, like Sean Asmore type 
type. Uh, well, who is he on X Men? Uh, Iceman or his oh. twin brother? Yeah, like one of those. Like, also, he, Iceman. He was an Iceman. Okay, uh, but <laughs> shows like that or Tosh Point oh, where it's just a dude standing in front of a green screen writing jokes, really bad jokes in front of YouTube videos. So, America's Funniest Home Video. At least, at least they gave money away. Yeah, it was a hundred thousand dollars a season. It was a big money prize. Oh yeah. Uh, they flew the people out, the families out to sit yeah. to, in the, well, top, the three. top three. Yeah, and people submitted videos, which is in a huge vault right now. Can you imagine what a treasure trove the American mm-hmm. Funniest Home Videos vault must be? Of mm-hmm. like my all time favorite. Over. Yeah, babies dogs, wiping out dogs. Uh, a lot of cats beating up dogs. Yeah. an overweight woman falling off of the front of a boat and getting her bathing suit stuck on the cleat. <laughs> a lot of slipping during dancing. Yep. Um, yeah. A lot of like dirty dancing style like lifts that went bad. Crazy wedding shenanigans. Yeah. yeah. Um, Car skidding out in the dirt. Well. Oh yeah. Families. Yeah. Oh yeah. All, all in home video, not even film, with the crappiest quality you can get. I just have to imagine that that a lot of people loved that show and then took their kids to see a Bob Saget show. And and had oh like the Full House fans yeah like, they were like oh, man I love Full House I love America's Funniest Home Videos let's go see he's coming to our town yeah. let's go see him and then he just gets just dropping to the bombs filthiest and... jokes you can imagine he's not, he's not that funny oh he's the, pretty funny the shock humor he, it's it you, there's shock value in it but it's not really that funny it's I've never clever. seen this I've actually never seen a stand up I've I've seen bits I think but I. I know uh, what it is, but I never actually seen it. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of bits. Like, does he have television specials or? He did Netflix? the Aristocrats. Yeah, and then oh yeah, he was on Entourage, mm-hmm. uh, and then he. I don't think I don't know if there was. Like, a he was on Entourage special. playing a version of himself that was like more dirty, right? Mm-hmm. Like like coked up Tom like, coked up Tom, Bob, yeah, Bob Saget, Tom. yeah Tom Selleck, <laughs> you know from Full House. Um, so anyway, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't know how we got there. But it's CES week. What are you guys excited? Norm, I know you you have a level of excitement for CES that is probably the the peak of the three people in this room. I have a level of respect for CES. Okay. Um, I know that why we'll see, do you respect CES? Because there are people make announcements there, and I'm going to treat it seriously. Okay. And find some interesting things. Are you going to do uh, all your reporting from like a cell phone or a peak? Nope. Email device or anything like that. It, no gimmicks for you at CES nope, this no year. Gimmicks. Okay, you're wearing pants the entire time. Wearing pants the entire time. It's really fucking cold here right now. Uh, there's no snow yet, but nope. it is a very cold Las Vegas. Um, we're gonna see. We're gonna meet with Oculus this week. Is that the thing you're most excited about? Probably. Okay. I don't. I don't know. I had a dream about it last night, actually. What did you dream I had, about the Oculus meeting? Did you dream that they did like the surprise? Nate Mitchell was in my dream. That's creepy. He was. Don't he was tell in my dream. Don't lead with that. Don't, no, I'm not, I'm don't leave with that. that. It's only for you guys. I, I had to see yesterday's. The meeting will be done by the time this is posted. So Nate, yeah. if you're watching, right. Norm, Norm's our video been from about the it. Oculus meeting will already be up. Yeah. Uh, the dream was stealing the prototype that they had and like, opening it up, like caper style, it. like a heist. No, kind of like a dash and grab. I don't know why how the thing was stolen. I just remember unscrewing the the prototype to look at the uh, the display in my dream. Yeah. So you, uh, what's yeah. the what's the rumor on that? Are they going to no have rumor. new? I think the rumor, the thing is that they're going to have Crescent Bay, the prototype they showed at Oculus Connect, which was only shown to a couple hundred people. You you saw now, that there. It will now be, they'll have a booth on the show floor where 
I think the public will get to wait in line and wear Crescent Bay for the first time. And, and what, what just to remind me, the high point on Crescent Bay was? The high point on Crescent Bay was that this was the, the prototype, uh, not a developer kit, that they claim uh, finally achieves the, thre- passes the threshold of presence. So is this motion or resolution or both? Uh, it's, it's both. It's, uh, I, don't, I think it's high resolution. I think it uses, again, unconfirmed, but my guess is a 2560 by 1440 display that's in the Galaxy Note 4, mm-hmm. but uh, it's an AMOLED screen. That is confirmed. Um, I think that it will, uh, I think the big thing was that they were using much better optics in this one, uh, custom optics, than in uh, DK2, and it's running at 90 hertz. Instead of 75. Yeah, in in instead of 75. Interesting. Um, Okay. And and the big thing was that in the uh, Oculus Connect demo, uh, we were standing using a demo. So that's the unknown right now, whether the demo that they'll have for us this year at CES will be standing or sitting. Okay. Uh, anything, standing. anything else on the VR front you're interested to see? Um, I don't know if Morpheus will be here. Who was the guys that did the haptic gloves? Is that- oh, uh, that was at GDC, and that company, Control VR... I don't know if they'll be here either. Uh, that would be cool to see. They yeah. took funding uh, after after it was at E three, wasn't it, or was it GDC? I think it was E three. I think it, it was E three. Was E three? It was E yeah. three. Um, Oculus did pick up another uh, different motion control haptics company. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't know if they'll have anything to show for that. Um, Do you think they're going to announce a date? No, I think that uh, there was a. I want to say uh, in the Independent or some BBC, some some UK site had an interview with Paul Malucky, and I think he said winter 2015 was when you could expect something. And then they immediately retracted it. Possibly. Yeah. The um, the thing I would expect to see from Oculus from now until they announce a date is software. I think they're gonna I think they're gonna be showing games because at this point they've gone from hey this is technology that we've proven in prototype form to, hey, here's stuff that makes you want to buy this. And Elite's, Elite's in one, at 1.0, plus something now, I think, that they've even patched the mm-hmm. 1.0 version. Um, I think we'll see Lucky, the, the platformer, what's it called, Lucky? Uh, Lucky's Tale. Lucky's Tale. And it was either Palmer's Tale or Lucky's Tale, but I couldn't remember which one. Um, and I think we'll see some other games we haven't maybe seen before. I, I care less about the software, because I know that's going to come, and I care more about the front end. What's their version of Steam? And well, have and, they cracked that UI yet? And the software stuff. Like you're talking about the virtual, the VR UI. Yeah. I, I, hell, I'm honestly, I'm interested to see whether they've gotten um, the, the the basic functionality stuff working uh, for like making it easy to launch games and run games. That's, regardless that's all about this UI. So, and so that's UI and SDK stuff. So. Um, Okay, so that's Oculus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am super excited about seeing like one of the things that, that that has happened this year that I hadn't seen in the past is a lot of the smaller companies who launched stuff on Kickstarter and now are working on second gen or third gen products after their initial launch are actually here. So um, there's a lot of stuff happening in the 3D printing and scanning pavilion, um, which is I think a bigger area than it's ever been before. Um, we're gonna and that's go second floor there. South Hall. Uh, in past years, that pr- 3D printing area has been dominated by uh, MakerBot, mm-hmm. a big wall uh, of, of MakerBot stuff. Well, last year was MakerBot, and then the two the two endemic, huge 3D printing companies, Stratasys and 3D Systems. Each had giant booths. Each had giant booths, flanking, all three of them, yeah. And then small booths for like Form 1, uh, Matter and Form, 
uh, and I think this year uh, the uh, the 3D scanning cup structure is going to be there. Mm -hmm. I expect MakerBot will still be there. Mm -hmm. I think probably they won't announce 3D 3D printers. Uh, Bree is no longer CEO this year yeah. as of as of last from last year this year. Yeah, big difference. Last year there was a big. Uh, well, last year they announced three big printers. They announced three printers: a oh. Z18, the Mini, and the new uh, the new main one replicator. Um, this year, with a new CEO, I don't think they're announcing. I don't think they'll have a massive, uh, I, massive presence. I mean, I don't think as long as when you're looking at FDM printers, there's not unless there's a substantial improvement in either the speed of prints, the resolution you're going to get from the prints, or the ability to print multiple materials together. There's no reason to announce new printers, right? Unless they do a they do a SLA printer. Well, that'll I mean, that, that's announce. the question. That would be a big thing to announce. Is if they're announcing SLS or SLA, and the patent situation for, I think, SLA has changed in the last year. So um, I, we expect to see Form 1 here. Um, yeah, so MakerBot is owned by 3D Systems. 3D Systems. And, I'm sorry, Stratasys. They're owned by Stratasys. And 3D Systems is the one that had the patent feud with Form 1 over SLA. Yeah. So, I think they're owned by 3D Systems. It's one or the other. It doesn't matter. Ultimately, um, I mean, it does, but and I don't think uh, I, I think the form one settlement. What uh, it wasn't so much that they were they reached an agreement. It was so so the uh, the form one patent lawsuit uh, was dismissed with prejudice. But that's not to say that wasn't that the judge looked at it and said there's no merit. Is that they found an agreement and yeah. they settled. So they were still protective. Yeah, of those patents. Of course. Did we see a food printer? Or we saw a, a food saw printer. That was, I think, at Stratasys. Three D, three D print systems. I think I want to say three D systems. Um, the it, sugar. That's right. Food the sugar. Printer. That was a big deal. Did you try it? I didn't try. You didn't try, try the candy. Is it good? Um, it's powdery. It kind of tasted. You know those mints that you get sometimes in restaurants that when you crunch them they turn into powder, but if you let them sit in your mouth they just turn into like gummy mess. Awful. Sure. It's kind of like that. Huh? Wasn't they weren't? Wasn't great. It didn't taste like chocolate. The structure, it wasn't, it was sh sugar candy. Yeah. Uh, the structure was really interesting. You know, they like had some weird like hex 3D shapes. Yeah, it almost um, looked like a like a bee, like a honeycomb or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They could print honeycomb. whatever they wanted. I yeah. mean, they had, they had these unbelievable looking flutes that were like fluted complex curves and stuff like that that you'd never be able to mold um, and were very, very thin. But I, like... That we haven't seen anything from that. I haven't seen anybody. I haven't even seen anybody talking about buying those and using them. Um, and then I think the big thing at CS this year will be quadcopters. Yeah, I think, I think they, we're spending a whole day tomorrow looking at a bunch of quads. Last year, DJI, which this was at this time last year, had not even announced the Vision Plus. Had only had the the Phantom Two Vision. They were relegated to like the international hall. Mm -hmm. They weren't even in we, any of the big halls. We'd they never didn't. been in the room that we found them in. It was it was really really uh, secluded. And this year, I can see them having a massive presence. So tomorrow for us, we're going to we're they're driving us. We're driving out in the desert, and we're going to fly a bunch of different quads from a bunch of different companies, hopefully, mm -hmm. um, and try some FPV stuff and some other things. So that. If something interesting happens there, that video might be on the site. Otherwise, it'll be up next week. Um, like, I'm more interested in South Hall upstairs than anything else. On Like, usually, we when we first came to CES for Tested, we spent more time in the Central Hall, which is where, like, Microsoft and Intel and Panasonic and Samsung and LG and all those folks are. Um, Microsoft's gone. 
still, yep. as far as I know. Uh, so now it's Ford and Intel kind of right when you come into that big hall with the giant million, multi-million dollar booths. I, I don't, I'm not super interested in any, like, I'm, I'm going to go over to Samsung yeah. and see what dumb curved TV they're selling this year. Um, we're not going to the press conferences. We're skipping press conferences. Uh, those are pointless. No, no need to wait in that line. Uh, North Hall, uh, Sony, or I guess edge of the, uh, uh, the central North Hall. Sony's booth will stop by. Canon's booth, Nikon's booth. We look at cameras. Um, camera stuff there. Yeah. Uh, and then skipping over the big TV booths. I know Samsung is going to have a huge presence. Their CEO is doing a keynote. I mean, we might find something interesting that we'll shoot. We're not planning on it right now. Not planning on that. Like, you know, um, I, laptops, not, not super interesting. I want to know if people are imagining worlds again. I want to I want to put a beer in my fridge and have it be cold 22 seconds later. That sounds great. I'm not going to buy a new fridge for that. But uh, Joey, what what do you? This is your fourth CES now, fifth? Um, maybe. <laughs> no. So you you started in 2011 because we didn't we didn't cover CES 2010 because we hadn't launched the site yet. Uh, yeah. So I mean, Norm and I were here, but for Max and I've been with see. you guys at CES for yeah. my entire. So, yeah, so 2011, 11, 2012, 12. 2013, 2014, 2015. This is your fifth CES. Fifth CES. Wow. Yeah. 11, 12, 13. Are you sure? 14. I just counted on my fingers. I can do it again. That is weird. 2011, 2012, 2013. I don't remember what happened in 2011. 2011 was the year that Gary came. It's a road trip. And we drove back and Wes and... So 2011 is the first year we came. That's the year that Melissa and Dan Meisner came. Right, right, right. And it was Anna and Joey. Right. And Wes and Braga. And the suite at the Planet Hollywood. And we had this... We packed... PH 12 towers. people into two suites at the PH oh, that's Towers. right. There's a lot of sleeping on fold-away beds. There were a lot yeah. of fold-away beds. Yeah. Uh, and you guys did the PC build race for the first time? First time. I don't think we did it. As tested, obviously. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you did yeah. one between before, right? I, I'd done that before. I don't think they're doing it this year. That was a debacle last year. They're not doing it this year. That's good. Yeah. They need to manage, manage that better if they're going to do it again. Um, no, so we did... Did we do the PC build race that year? Oh, because Anna cut that I video. I think Anna cut, cut that. No, no, Anna cut that video. Oh, yeah, afterward. Um, so 2011, we drove out. We did the 12-hour live stream just to see if we could drive stream. You cut the video of us, of the drive video, didn't you? No, well, we did a handoff. I okay. think Anna cut the first half out of the second half. Um, and then we did all the press conference stuff. Basically, like we were treating it as if it was E three. Yeah, there was there was getting up in the morning, go wait in the lines, yeah. get the tripod out, shoot the press conferences. The press conferences last year, I think we just went to them to see if anything interesting happened. You yeah. were there for the Michael Bay meltdown, which was the high point <laughs> yes. of the whole day. Was that last year? Well, that was just last year. Yeah. Wow, that's right. That was a Michael Bay Samsung. What was he? Was he curved TVs or was it? What was he? What was he up there shilling? Who knows? <sighs> they just needed was, somebody I mean, famous it was, on it stage. Was curved TVs. Is that yeah. still is that so is Curve TV still a thing? They're, I think they, they sold. Were sold. Them. They yeah. were in oh. stores. I've seen them in stores. I don't know if they have sold well. Um, Did they sell the motorized curved or just the ones that are curved? Just the curved ones. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, and then I'm sure they'll have something. I think people care less and less. I don't. Uh, I'm L- sure there'll be a ton of 4K TVs. Um, apparently, there's a there's a new LCD technology. Like not, quantum like, dots. I like in the terms of IPS TN and now quantum dots. Yes. That's uh, supposed to supplant uh, OLED, and that hmm. LG is the only one sticking to OLED. So LG will have giant OLED TVs, while everyone else will have giant uh, quantum oh, dot LCDs with better color representation and, and wider, gamut, you know, wider field views. What um, 
I mean, quantum dots sound cooler than than IPS. OLED. Yeah, OLED. Uh, what what's uh, LG was talking about something called Flex too. I have I, I I I like the stuff that I want to see. I don't think we're going to see. I want to see flexible screens. You know, I want to see tablets that you can roll up and put in your pocket. I, I don't think we're going to get any of that stuff still. Um, any other any other things you're excited about? Either either of you guys. Joey, what do you? I don't. I don't. Every year I come into CS, just kind of Mr. Magoo my way through it. I don't. <laughs> I don't really know what. What's the new stuff going on? What's, give me some things, and I'll tell you if I'm excited. Well, I think like like we went to NAB one year. Went to NAB in 2012, mm-hmm. and we haven't been since. And not, not a lot of reason to go. But I think the cool stuff at NAB that's not for the broadcast, actual broadcast, and high level production. That stuff is trickling over to CES. The the gimbal rigs and that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like Red Rock's going to be here. Really? I, I think I think uh, well, I, I think there'll be some good camera stuff. Some like good prosumer camera stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's just. I think like we'll it. see a lot of small PCs. I think we'll see a lot of like nuke size PCs. I know Gigabyte's going to do update to their brick stuff, which are the the mm-hmm. you know this PC in a box smaller than an Apple TV uh, Apple TV size basically PCs, but they do graphics cards that are okay. Was it last year we went and saw uh, uh, Gabe? Yes. Oh, that was yeah. That was last year too. The Steam Machines. Steam Machine was last year. Um, with the first look at the uh, Steam uh, the controller, yeah, which right. I had just kind of disappeared. Um, I think they said. I think they sent those out in the world after that Steam Developer Conference, and then took the feedback, and we're like, we need to work on this some more. It had no joysticks, right? It was all just haptic pads. Touch pads with haptic was, response. Yeah, it was actuators that poked up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird. Did anything happen with those Steam boxes? All those different companies. Uh, I don't know if anybody's actually selling Steam boxes, but people are selling boxes on which you can run Steam. I think the Linux, the Linux nature of the Steam boxes themselves is pretty limiting in terms of what people want to pay for, and and you know they're in a weird place because in order to get ones that actually play games, you need to pay X number of dollars because you have to have an, an Intel processor and a you know integrated graphics and and like. It's like a real computer when I think what people really want is something that's 99 bucks so they can plug into their living room and stream games from their TV uh, to their TV from their gaming PC. I mean, that's like I would pay 99 bucks for that if I could get an app on my Fire TV or or Apple TV or you know, whatever it happens to be. I mean, Apple TV, they're never going to do, but, but the Fire TV is a possibility. There's no reason that wouldn't work. Um, I'm trying to think about other stuff that we see at CES. I mean, it's weird because in the last five years, it's gone from quads and um, uh, PCs and TVs and washing machines and weird stuff like that to which is still here. Yeah, that's all still here. To emerging technologies like the like the quads and mm-hmm. the and the um, the VR stuff and all that. So of course, the VR stuff's not on the. Are they on the? They're they're on the floor they're this floor. year. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think VR will be big on the floor. I'm interested to see what other VR stuff emerges that people have been cooking up and are going to show here for the first time. Yeah. Because at this point, Oculus has been going for two years. Oh yeah. And there's time. There, you know that mm-hmm. that is a product cycle mm-hmm. to get a prototype out that they can put in front of people for the first time. So we're going to kind of go out and keep our ears to the ground, see what we see. Um, not going to any keynotes. Yep. Nvidia has a keynote, which I mean, the stuff will already be online by the time you see this or hear this. So no point in speculating. It's probably mobile. Um, Tangra. And that's yeah, it. The what, week's going to go by real fast. What did you guys do over the holidays? Anything fun? 
I had a lot of plans. Norm, you're scraping on the. Yeah. I um. Sorry. Didn't do much. You drove back and forth from Monterey. I, I did a lot of family stuff. Yeah, I wanted to go snowboard and I wanted to go. From you, maybe why would you go snowboard? Just ran out of time. Oh. Just family stuff and sick and. Yeah, there was a lot of crap going around in San Francisco yeah. over the Thanksgiving. I wasn't feeling too good, and I went to a Christmas party slash two-year-old's birthday party, oh. and I got everybody horribly sick, apparently. Oh hey, nice job. Merry Christmas. Norman Chan? Um, nope, stayed in town. Stayed in town. Had played, people over. Played board games, hung out. Played board games, bought some Christmas stuff. What would you play? Uh, Anything new? Anything new uh, to you? A lot of legendary. Um, the Marvel thing? The Marvel thing. Okay. Uh, played a lot of iDarb. iDarb's um, pretty good. And then I bought a 4K monitor. That That's Dell? fantastic. A Dell 4K monitor. That's up on the site if you want to check mm-hmm. it out. There's a... Someone calling you? I think they want to know if they can clean my room. We'll just let it ring. You can't clean the room right now. There are three dudes in it. <laughs> We're shooting um, video. Uh, got a video we're camera. from the internet. I bought a, a $550, uh, well, $700 Dell monitor that's 60 hertz and IPS. And $700 is all? It was, list price is $700. I paid $550. And what's the resolution? 3840 by 2160. Wow, that is awesome. How, and, it, and I mean, I, yep. the video is pretty clear, but it seems like you like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, are are you running? You're running a single 980. Single 980, and I, I play all my games at 4K now. Wow, you can play everything. Are you turning to? Are you turning like FSAA and stuff? Now? AA, I don't need AA. Okay, AA is off, and there's some places you need AA and like shadows and stuff like that. But you can turn that on it's, individually. It's, funny, for the it's game. funny at 4K. Yeah. How many 1080 videos can you watch? You can watch four 1080 videos. Wow. Yeah. Four 1080 videos in full 1080 resolution. How is Windows handling that much resolution? Like when you open Premiere or something like that, is it? Are you scaling at all? Are you scaling no, down? Scaling. Okay, you're, so you're running it at raw dog. Raw. How close are you sitting to that thing? Uh, a foot and a half. Wow. Which is I don't know if that's recommended. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty close. Yep. Fills your whole field of vision. I bet. Yep. Thirty inches. Twenty-eight inches. Twenty-eight inches. Yeah, wow. I wish it was thirty inches. So it's a no, I'm sorry, not even twenty-eight. Twenty. 27 inches. So it's a little smaller than your last... 20, I wish it was 30 inches. Yeah. Um, I almost want to go out like 35. I would love something huge I, for that I resolution. Don't, uh, use, then then use you're moving your pixels. head. Then you're moving your head up. I don't mind much. moving my head. My, my neck, it's, it's designed to pivot. Um, but it's, it's a nice it's a nice monitor. I, I'm sure yeah, Does it have any other stuff? Does it do like HDMI input and all that? It is HDMI in, but... It, you d- shouldn't use HDMI in because it doesn't have HDMI 2.0. So if you do HDMI in, it will only do 30 hertz because it's one, uh, 1.4. But what if you're plugging in like a console or something? Can you play you can like plug in a console? So it'll do 1080p and just scale yeah. up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but if you do uh, DisplayPort, it's DisplayPort 1.2. Uh, you can do DisplayPort daisy chain. So you can plug in one oh, cable nice. and then daisy chain to another monitor or something else. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so it has two DisplayPort ports? Two DisplayPort ports and USB 3. Um, what else nice. does it have? Card reader? Uh, no card reader. Wow, they finally dropped the card reader. Well, no, I mean, the card reader's on the the more expensive UltraSharp models. Oh, okay. So this is an UltraSharp, which means it has, uh, does not, it's not for photographers. Did they update the 4K UltraSharp as well? Or is it still the 30 hertz one? Oh, they haven't had one yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or not one that's under a thousand bucks. 
Gosh, there's only like want to spend more than a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's under a thousand bucks seems like the right place to spend money on an unlocker at this point. Yep. Um, okay. Well, I guess that'll do it for us. Yeah, not, not much. What did you guys get for Christmas? Um, I got a Speedmaster. What's, What's a Speedmaster? Speed an Omega Speedmaster. Oh, watch. Yeah, fancy oh. watch. It's a it's the Moon Watch. It's a nineteen late sixties, early seventies model. I think I haven't gotten it opened up. You have to open it to get the serial number and find all that stuff out. So I'm pretty stoked. Hmm. I had to get new links, so I'm not wearing it yet. This is just a pebble. What'd you get, the kid? Um, Santa. <laughs> Santa got her. What did Santa get? The kid? Santa oh, got her a uh, like a pretend kitchen, like one of those ones that has a oh, sink yeah. and a little oven and all that stuff. I used to like that stuff when I was a kid. Yeah, that stuff's great. Well, we, we knew we knew that she liked that because every time we take her, there's an indoor playground in West Portal in San Francisco um, that has, like, this crazy three-story play structure inside, but also has, like, a pretend area with a bunch of Lego and kitchen and stuff like that. So wow. she always goes for the kitchen and plays with it like crazy the entire time we're there. Is that because that's where you and your wife are most of the time so that's where she hangs out and recognizes like why is it the baby goes for the kitchen it is it is like preparing and serving food is definitely a large part of like her of her experience right she watches us make food she eats you know she eats three times a day you always have to make something so i, I think it's just that she does that but now she like She'll get up in the morning and she, instead of going and reading a book or something like she used to, she gets up and she she plays at the play kitchen for a little while and then puts a, a it's like a wooden, it has wooden vegetables and stuff. So she puts the egg and a vegetable on the plate and goes and puts it on the <laughs> dining room table and climbs up and sits down and pretend eats the breakfast. Wow. And it is literally the cutest thing That's in the crazy. world. Yeah. Um, and then a bunch of clothes and like Lego blocks and, you know, typical baby toys. But, uh, How old is she'll be two in two weeks? Wow, yeah. coming up. Yeah, it went fast. Goes yeah, fast. Um, it's two in two weeks. Yeah, because CES. That's yeah. right. It, I wasn't at CES last time because she was in the of, window. Yeah. Um, or two, two years ago I was at CES. The uh, we did a lot of like going to the zoo with friends and a lot of play dates and stuff like that. It was cool to get to spend days with like in the family, the home routine. Rather than leaving at you know at nine o'clock in the morning and getting back at six thirty or seven, and just being there for a little bit of breakfast and bath. And now that she's almost two, she's like kind of more. She talks. I don't know, like active with you. You know, she's right? a human being. Former yeah. memories. Wow. She plays. She we got her a board game. She plays. Um, and she's into Baby it. Board games. <laughs> um, Settlers of Catan. No, 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 not Settlers of Catan. It's a. It is a German game. It's a stripped down version of a thing about uh, managing orchards. Uh, so basically you put it has these cool wooden fruit like meeple fruit but they're huge so they're not a choking hazard Um, and you put each color on its own tree uh, and then you you roll a die and if you you pick the color that you select so it's about learning colors Um, and if you get the raven then the raven advances down the path if the raven gets into the orchard he eats all of the all of the fruit and you lose but it's but if you get if if everybody pulls the, the fruit down off the tree then you win. So it's a team game. It's a call against. Game. Oh, yeah. it's like pandemic. But you know, you need to teach your daughter failure. Well, that's next. That's next. She destroy her and <laughs> she can't even play Candyland yet, man. It's, she just tries to put it in her mouth and choke to death. So what's you don't want to introduce her to the the old time like game of life games and the good, those are way too old and for the, her. And Trivial the, Pursuit, you know, or yeah. the shoots and ladder like those games are boring. Shoots and ladders. Yeah. Shoots and ladders is okay. Oh. 
But I mean, they're for three-year-olds. Shoots and Ladders is a game for for kids who. Well, can't I'm saying read when again. she comes yeah. right of uh, that age, you don't want those. Are, eh. It's about spending time with a child, not not. <laughs> I think the only game that's worth destruction. The old game that's endured, that's worth, that's great for all ages, is and, and great to start at three years old. Connect Four. Connect Four is pretty good. Connect Four is the only game I can get behind. And, and teaching, I would think for they have to be older than three because they have to be not jamming stuff in their mouth. That's usually the cutoff for hey, you might choke on a thing smaller than your windpipe. I feel like Monopoly wasn't a bad Monopoly is a bad game. Wasn't a bad game as a young because it's really simple, but it's it makes true. you feel like you're doing something much more complex. And you get to handle money. And you get to learn math a little bit yeah. and, and capitalism. If people play <laughs> Monopoly by the rules, it's a much better game than the way most people play it. Because most people play it without forcing auctions. Like, if you get to a tile and you can't afford to buy it, and you force, then it goes yeah. up for auction and everybody can bid on it. Yeah. And if you do that, then Monopoly is pretty good and it yeah. doesn't get super competitive. Um, but it just takes too fucking long. Yeah. I think Carcassonne probably won't be bad. She has somebody to help score. I don't know. We'll see. We'll get there when mm. we get there. We watched um, Pooh. We watched Winnie a lot Pooh? of Winnie the Pooh. Is, is, did you see that newer movie? The one with Zoe Deschanel's, the Zoe Deschanel soundtrack. Is that what it is? Yeah. That the, oh, was not bad. It was pretty good. Yeah. The same guy directed Big Hero 6. Really? Really. I haven't seen that yet. It's not. It's very good. Yeah. Do you guys watch Christmas like specials? We watched, uh, the, we watched The Grinch and we watched Frosty the Snowman, the 60s one, not the bullshit 90, 2005 version. And um, the Hermit the Elf Rudolph, the Red Nose, Red Nose Reindeer. Oh, the okay. Ernest and Bass, Bass, is that right? Yeah, the yeah. stop motion one. You doing a Christmas Story yet? No, that's I never watched Christmas Story. What? It kind yeah. of scared me as a kid. I remember a lot of. You don't want to lose an eye. Chinese the, turkey. There was the Santa kicking that kid down Wait, what's the. What's the Chinese turkey? It's the very last scene. No. Okay. They go get Peking duck, and <laughs> turkey. The duck's looking at you. We taking a nap. We fucked up our timing and didn't like. So opening presents with a two-year-old is basically an all-day affair if there's more than three presents because she just keeps – she opens something and then she plays with it for 30 minutes and then she'll put it back down and then she'll open something else, which yeah, I guess is good. Or, you know, I wouldn't mind clothes. if regular Christmas was like that. Instead of a race to <laughs> Instead open Instead of just give, open everything in the morning, like spend like one hour just open – well, unless so, you see like a T-shirt. I'm going to do with a T-shirt for an hour. You try it on. You wear it around. Yeah, do some poses, yeah. some pictures. Exactly. We we uh, we ended up not making Christmas dinner until the day after Christmas because she took so long. Wow. And we were FaceTiming with my parents and and aunts and uncles and other family members. That's right out of a science fiction film. The, what is? The, the relatives on the TV. <laughs> oh, we did that. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's like right out of like Aliens or something. Big heads on TVs, teleconferencing holidays. Yeah, that's a Back to the Future too. I almost I, I thought about I mean it's kind of too expensive. But when they're cheaper, I'll get my parents an Xbox One, so you can do the wide field connect Skype instead of the FaceTime through the oh, Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like extending a room. That is too it's much like connectivity to my it parents. <laughs> it is. Anyway, I have grievances to air. What grievances about white uh, white holiday or white white uh, or white elephant? Okay. Did you do a white elephant? Yep, I did a white elephant, and I love white elephant. With your family? With friends. The housemates? Friends? Uh, Or? I I want to say 15 people. 15 white elephants. Should be a good white elephant. Now, 
White Elephant, if you don't know, is a gift exchange where uh, everyone comes to the party and brings a gift. You wrap the gift and... It's usually like a, like a limit, right? $15? Yeah, you can set a limit, uh, usually like, like a $25 limit. It's a reasonable limit. Like, so no one brings like a, a $100 a gift. BMW. Someone brings a, you can't bring a, a video card. Gift. Yeah. Right. So uh, everyone brings a reasonable, you know, between 15 and $25. So And then you put in a pile and you draw numbers. And the numbers dictate the order in which you get to go up to the tree and pick a present. Now, do you do the thing where the last person gets to pick from anybody... Who no. has gone before? No. So uh, the thief, order. Stealing. So you know it's fun because uh, there's some randomness to it in terms mm-hmm. of luck, in terms of the order you draw, uh, and also um, there's stealing. So the the rules, the standard rules, are such that if a present is opened, someone else later down the line can take it from the person who opened it previously. And then that person who had the present then taken from them gets to go back to the tree or steal another present. So, and so presents get to cycle around. Okay, so when you pick the present up out of the tree, you open it on the spot. Yes, you open you it on the spot. You appreciate it. Everyone looks at it, and then there's and then you get to do a play-by-play. I like doing the play-by-play, announcing the, the selection of the present. Or you can go for the big box because you can do a lot of fun things. Put a small present in yeah. the big box. Weigh it down. Some people want to go for the things that will get weighed Put down. Put something in there that will rattle real well. Exactly. Uh, no puppies. Um, and then it's always fun when pre- you know, there's a really great present that gets shared around and gets stolen around. And if it's stolen twice and the last, the third person who gets it gets to keep it. Um, and so it's, it's a fun group activity. And I love White Elephant because I like buying presents that are not are presents I would want to buy people. And they're things that they wouldn't necessarily want to buy themselves. It's not necessarily going to be the most useful thing. Like I would never put a... Um, a USB battery pack as a white elephant because that's, that's that's a useful thing. It's not a fun. It's I want something fun that it's like a novel thing. It's a nice thing if you get it. Um, so I bought a Strawn Beast kit. That's pretty is, good. It's, it's, it's nice. It's right on the limit party. of the twenty five dollars. Yep, twenty bucks, um, and it was a nice surprise. And then you know you gotta expect maybe if you have the right group of friends, two people will bring booze as their white elephant, mm-hmm. like a handle, like a twenty dollar. Thing of like a bourbon, um, and that's nice. You don't want everyone to bring booze, and that's like a fun. If someone, you know, that's a fun thing to you, you, you open walk, it on the spot. Everybody yeah. has a drink. Yep. And yeah. if you if you walk away with twenty five dollars worth of booze, that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's always nice when there's uh, like something someone handmade or something. You know, it's, it's always fun to see do, what, do, what's brought. What's your feeling on like a cake uh, or cookies? Ed- edible. I, I don't like f- uh, food. Like, okay. Chocolates. I don't like chocolates as okay. a white, white elephant. Okay. Um, my airing of grievances is that two people I don't know who brought the shittiest white elephant presents to the white Hold elephant. Hold on, so you can tell you you don't leave the from tag on the no, white elephant. I don't leave the from tag. So why why don't people can conceivably pull their own gift? They can, which is would be a dick move. That would be a dick um, move. Was it gift cards? No, no, no. If, I do so. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I think unless two it's, people unless it's just someplace funny two, like the dildo store yeah. gift card that's the, good the saddest scenario in the white elephant is when someone picks a present opens it and then they immediately know it's the shittiest thing in the pile and no one's gonna steal from them and they're just, and they're just stuck fucked. with it yeah. and the whole time they're begging come on someone take this thing I don't I ain't want this thing and it's the saddest thing is this the story of Norm's Christmas no I didn't I, I got a great I, I picked up a great thing um, but I feel bad for the people who brought nice presents, thoughtful things, 
and they ended up with the crappy thing. And I hate the fact that someone came to the white elephant knowing that they had a shit gift and that their whole plan was to give a shit gift. So what was the shit gift? A good gift. Are you going to air the grievance? Oh, yeah. Two shit shit gifts. Do these people listen to the podcast? I I don't know. Um, This is going to be drama in the Chan household. Two pretty shit gifts. Well. Was it a re-gift, you think, or was it a... a, a, a I, I don't even think this. it was a re-gift. I, I think it might have been like a tchotchke thing. Oh. One was a small packet of Street Fighter character mass. Like Masks? paper cutouts of Street Fighter like characters. Like you could put a Chun-Li mask on? Maybe. I don't know. They were just like held up, and they were just like the faces of the Street Fighter characters. Like something they bought but, for two bucks in Japantown or something? Or... Got for free or something. New Street Fighter comes out next year. No one wanted it. The second thing... That's pretty bad. Was... Even if you like Street Fighter a lot, I don't think you'd want that one. Yeah. The second thing was clearly... It was a flat package wrapped... Clearly was a uh, a calendar in the the package. And you never want to pick up the calendar. So it was the last thing that was Was picked up. What was on the calendar? What was the Well, that's that's even worse. You never want to pick a calendar because calendars, I think, are pretty crappy... White elephant presents. Like they're so. good stocking stuffers. You jam them in a stocking, so then because everybody needs right. a calendar. Sure, but this is like a, a big, you know, yeah. like the fifteen inch by fifteen inch calendar. Can we guess? Um, and then when it was open, it was the worst calendar. Was it the Man of Game Dev calendar? It was the man. Oh, you guessed it. <laughs> it was the Game Dev. It was the Man of Game Developers calendar. Wow. So hold on. Here's the thing. Wait a second. Wow. Someone explain this to me. So, so oh my God, Dan wow. Teasdale, Dan Teasdale, oh, formerly will of, guess I think Harmonix. The present. I okay, so wow, I can look at the menu. It was game the dev worst calendar. game dev. It was the worst elephant present I've ever seen. So and the person who ended with it, I felt so bad for them. Not bad enough that I would exchange presents and steal from them. <laughs> this was already the last thing, but I was pissed. I so okay so. I agree with you on the Street Fighter mask. I think that is a bad white elephant. But I think the Men of Game Dev calendar, A, some proceeds go to charity. So you're giving back to the that, people. That was not indicated. And, and I would say that of the people who were there, uh, only a third of them were gamers. Okay, so, with the game so if, if that's the makeup of the audience, it is a bad white elephant. And, and the person who opened it had no idea and was just like, what is this? What is a game why, why is it wasn't even like a... Why is John Romero on my calendar? It, it is, is a it calendar. John yep, John Romero. Okay. It's a calendar where uh, each month there is a photo of a male game developer. Like, was it a photo it's, it's shoot? It's like a boardwalk type picture. It's just like... It's just this like... Is a Wikipedia no, 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 picture no, 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 they no. found? They, they, take, they take shots and they take intentionally comically racy shots of... I don't think they are all... They're not all comically no. racy, but some of them are comically racy. Okay. So like, um, like, like Pope was on last year's. And Pope did a sassy picture. Okay, so they 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 they, they it's an in joke. Get them all. Though. Okay, so it's it's an in joke, which means it's a bad white elephant. If like if if you were having a giant bomb white elephant, that is a perfectly acceptable as a giant bomb white, gift. white elephant gift. If if that was a second, <sighs> if that was part of something else, like that, and then clipped to that was a Steam redemption code or something, or yeah, that, or, then then I think that would be worth it, but. Fuck. Well, and, I okay, felt so so, so bad. here's here's the thing. There's two kinds of white elephants too. There's the secret gift, secret Santa gift exchange, which is kind of what you did, but with white elephant rules. Typically, when I had white elephants as a kid, it was the 
get something dumb and give it to your friends. I thought Secret Santa is the one where you know you who you're buying for. Yeah. Oh, that's they right. don't Secret know. Santa that is Secret Santa. You draw Santa. a name and then you buy for the thing that they want and then you are, you are their Secret Santa. And there's no stealing a Secret Santa. So right? my, but my assumption with White Elephants was always that it's a, that is, unless otherwise stated, it's a gag, a gag gift. Yeah, I always remember getting a lot of like dicks in a box. Kazoos, dildos, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. It's okay if one Fleshlight. thing is like a gag thing. Um, do you assign roles? Hey, you're hey Jimmy. No, you're in charge of the gag. You're you know? the gag man. I, I, yeah, well, yeah. I know like one person invited with a ball every gag. year. <laughs> he does like a gag gift, and he does something weird plus a scratcher card. That's fair, and that's fair. Yeah. Scratcher card, like that's actual. There's that's some a ten dollar value in that. But what if you won? Card. What if you won? If you win, then you, that's great. So when you scratch, you don't get to scratch until after it's done. Very young. I could okay. not. Yeah. So I cannot live with myself if I bought somebody a scratcher card and they won. I couldn't live with myself if I stole I would be a scratcher like, oh, card from somebody and I won like three grand. Because whenever, no, whenever great, I buy a scratcher card, I think this is the one. The rule on lotto tickets in our house at Christmas always was the proceeds are split evenly. Really? Somebody wins a lottery ticket. Unless it's like ten bucks. You can retell like your if, story. if somebody wins twenty five grand, then then everybody gets five grand. That's fair. I don't think that's fair. <laughs> it depends. I don't think it's fair. I just don't buy lottery tickets for people. Lot of buying lottery tickets for people is a yeah. fool's errand. Yeah. And that's why the scratcher thing, if you steal it, then you are taking on the chance of getting a weird thing, in this case the weird thing were tied pens and tied like a laundry detergent. Tide pens are useful. Which was useful. Like yeah. useful tide. Use something useful. Then you spill something on yourself, you're covered. And, and a ten and I've and, and a ten dollar scratcher. And that is what I ended up with. So you took the tide pens I and the, the scratcher? And the scratcher. Of course I took the tide pens and the scratcher. Did you get detergent too? It was detergent. Detergent. Detergent a tide uh the tide drops or whatever they're called, the pods. Oh, the pods? Tide pods, tide pen, and the scratcher, and I, I ended up with that. You know, my dishwasher totally with that. my dishwasher repairman said don't use those pods. I have not used the pods yet. He says that they for the dishwasher. He says that they clog up the oh, dishwasher. Oh, I wouldn't want to use them for the detergent. Not the not that they also make dishwashing okay. detergent po- pods. Um. So what did you, so that's what you ended up that's with. What, ended up with. what was the best thing? Um, the thing that I think people wanted the most, but I don't think was the best thing, was a Nerf gun. Okay. Which is the biggest box? A Nerf, Nerf, like Nerf a rifle? rifle. Yep. Okay. And the thing that I thought was actually the best thing. Was, what was it? I think it was like a series of three books about San Francisco. Were people excited about the, uh, the... or three McSweeney's books? That's what it was. Oh, okay, the McSweeney's books is, are um, good. Get good grab. Were people excited about the Strong Beast? Did they know what it was? Yes. Okay. So, someone who cool. wanted it got it, and yes, I'll there we go. That. So okay. So just for future reference, guys, don't give Norm the Men of Game Dev calendar for Christmas. You know what you're going to get a lot of for Christmas. <laughs> oh, my God. Men of Game Dev calendar. I have no idea who brought it either. Probably somebody who knows Dan Teasdale. So you can dial it down that way. Because he's responsible for that. Was anybody in the group I have, in the I calendar? Have, I have suspicions. Okay. I have suspicions. Okay. So I guess that'll do it for us that week. On that cheery holiday note. It's Festivus. There's, there's there Feats of Strength. We don't have a poll. Well, there's, there's a poll right there. Uh, what's the other one? Um, Bearing of Grievances, Feats of Strength, and and uh, uh, you, uh, Dancing Around the Poll. Something about the Festivus poll. You raised the poll, maybe? What the hell are you guys talking about? Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. Festivus? Yeah, it's it's uh, it's uh, Costanza's dad's holiday. Oh. Seinfeld. On, on Seinfeld. Oh, I don't know. Joey. All right, and I should rewatch that. Okay, <laughs> the feats of strength will be will be happening in my belly this week as we go to 5:30 a.m. I hope soon. So. 
Yeah, if, we, if Lotus Asylum is closed. It's not closed. I mean, if we can't get reservations. We're going to wait in line. We're going to wait in line? We're going to wait It's line. really fucking cold out, man. It's fine. We wait okay. indoors. It's really good food. It is really good food. What, um, what's the best possible scenario for CES for you? Oculus release date? Price? No, no, no. I, I, no, Oculus release date is... March release? Pre-GDC? No, that's, that's, not, that's, that's nothing, because that's information that will be issued in a press release that everyone's going to get. Um, the best case scenario for CES is if we get to have a really good conversation with uh, Nate Mitchell and Palmer Lucky and maybe even Brendan Reeb at CES this year about the Oculus um, for you guys. That would be a great scenario. Uh, and then also we get to see some quadcopters um, and quadcopter accessories that we're actually interested in because I think that's something that people want to see. Like things that let you do more than take pictures with your quadcopter? Yeah, that would be cool. Would or, be cool. And, and some cool 3D printing and scanning hardware. I mean, those c- cover the three big those emerging the- technologies that, that we love. I'm excited about carpet. I want to see who has the best carpet padding. Carpet Quest? Always my, always my dream. It's decent carpet. Um, and on that note, I guess we're done. Uh, we will see you next week with a regular podcast back in the shop. I'll call Jeremy and make sure he's available. Um, if you missed it over the holidays, we had two weeks of build. Uh, Norm, is your LED... You know, people said we did the LED cube. Incorrectly? We didn't... We should not have grounded vertically. What? Though each of those vertical grounds should have been independent. Wait, what? So on... The vertical, remember the ones that we had to drop down? Yep. Those should not have been attached except for at the hook. So they should I, I thought you only attached I them didn't the solder them, but they might have been brushing. I, they are only attached, touch at the hook. Well, no, no, I know they're only soldered at the hook, but you're sure they're only touching at they're the hook? They're only too? touching at the hook. Okay. They're not touching all the way down. I, don't, I didn't solder them all the way down, I didn't think. Yeah, no, they're not. That would have been I'm, really I'm hard. I'm sure they're not. Okay. Um, and then there was controversy about sticker placement. We're going to have to look at that when we're back in the office, because I think I did the stickers as the instruction manual said, but they do not match the picture on the outside, if I had to guess. So. You guys need a judge or an empire. 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 That's your job, Joey. You're the, between The us. viewer. The, the, uh, yeah. the viewer is the judge. So that'll do it for us this week. Uh, see you guys next week. Uh, CES 2015 starts now, I guess. We're going to go to a thing right after this. Bye.